0: Hello and welcome to episode three of the How to Beat Exam Stress podcast for parents, teachers and tutors. I'm your host, Claire Yosa, bringing you practical inspiration to help your child with exam stress in minutes and not months. And in today's episode, we are talking about the elephant in the room when it comes to exam stress is how you're cool when your kid is kicking off. So we've all got this t-shirt, yeah? The child is kicking off with exam stress, they're slamming doors, yelling, sulking, refusing to do their revision. Nicely, nicely, bribery hasn't worked and we're ready to yell. What can you do? So we all know how easy it is to lose our rag when our kids kick off. I was reading a fascinating study today that 25% of parents have lost sleep due to stress and worry over their children's exams. It's so important to us. We can see the long-term implications. Even if we don't want to be pushy parents, we want our child to do their best. So when they're kicking off and we're already secretly high as a kite with exam stress ourselves, it's easy for things to quickly explode. When exam stress is involved, the stakes are raised. We can tell ourselves stories about how if they fail their exams, they're going to miss out on opportunities, how they will drown in self-loathing when the results come in and the world will fall apart. Our extra few decades on the planet, I mean, we can see the mountain. They are carefully constructing from the molehill of their revision, but they are blind to it. Now, here's the thing. Once a child or a grown-up, is stuck in stress there is no reasoning with them literally the body has kicked off its stress responses that floods their system with cortisol and adrenaline redirecting blood flow from that problem-solving prefrontal cortex in the brain to the primal bit that's trying to decide whether the parent teacher or tutor is more or just slightly less dangerous than a saber-toothed tiger when your child is kicking off with exam stress. Logic and reasoning won't cut it. They are stuck in their emotions. There's no point in forcing them or trying to force them to revise when they're in that state. Even if we could, it would be a waste of time. The information won't go in and it would just make things worse. And then biting our tongue pushing down our stress response as we force down the emotions we're feeling too makes that volcanic, mutual volcanic eruption much more likely. So there are plenty of things that you can do to help your child. Once they've calmed down enough to accept that help, you can find plenty of ideas at beatexamstress.com. They're all waiting for you. Plenty of practical how. But how can you keep your cool while you wait for the storm to pass? because we all know that yelling back will only make it worse. So here is my top tip for you today. How to keep your cool when your kid is kicking off with exam stress. So this is a technique I used to teach my researchers when I was head of market research for an international brand. And I later discovered when I trained to become a meditation teacher that it's a classic mindfulness technique too. So when my team was interviewing people, We were very enthusiastic. We were passionate. We wanted to know what was going on under the surface on their motivations. And we realized that our own inner dialogue could get in the way of really listening, hearing what the interviewees were saying. Our desire to build rapport or to get more details or just nervousness would cause the researchers to interrupt the interviewees or to quick fire another question the moment the interview paused for breath. But the gems always came just after that silence. So I taught my team this. Breathe in and breathe out before you respond. Now the key here is silently. No teenage huffs and grumps and sighs allowed. That just winds people up. In market research, it created the space for those subconscious motivators to bubble up with the interviewees and that was where our gold dust lay. With your exam-stressed child... It gives them the space to feel heard. It helps them to feel safe. You're being present instead of launching the attack they're secretly fearing. Even more importantly, it takes us out of our inner six-year-olds' coping strategies. So as young kids, we learn how to handle anger and stress in the best way we can, but these strategies often get stuck. And we find ourselves still using them in our 40s and beyond, which is why when the child provokes us, we want to go back and defend our point of view and prove that we're right. And you can end up with a shouting match. So this deep breath in and deep breath out does the following for you. It gets you more grounded out of your stress head into your body. It will slow down your thoughts when it does that. It gives you that split second to think. If you can manage two or three of them, it can help to calm your nervous system, reducing your own stress hormone levels. So you get out of the primal fight, flight, freeze, but your brain back into the prefrontal cortex. It gives you that moment of thinking space. So you can respond rather than reacting or retaliating. It creates a pause that means you're less likely to defend your need to be right. You're going to be able to be more present for your child to give them what they need in this moment and you can start listening to hear rather than listening to respond. Now I know from personal experience and current personal experience how hard it can be to stay calm, not to justify, not to explain, not to try to change that child who's kicking off a bad exam stress. But the thing is it isn't about me and it's not about you. This is not personal your child is feeling stressed, scared, overwhelmed, angry, and they don't know how to handle that emotion. The last thing they need is to feel rejected or criticised. It's just going to lead to them bottling it up next time and hiding it from us. And as the Native Americans say, all criticism is born of someone else's pain. So if your child is stuck in exam stress and they're lashing out, there is no point in taking it personally. It's just they don't currently have any other way of dealing with that pain and the other powerful emotions they're feeling. What they need most in the world right now is to know that you care unconditionally, that you are the rock. That with you, they are safe to process this outburst, to let these emotions out, to learn how to handle them. And if they're a teen, those emotions will be mixed up with masses of hormones as their body changes fastest, at the fastest rates since when they were a toddler. So it doesn't make their projection of anger at you okay, but it does mean they need our compassion and not our criticism. And when we let go of our need to be right, and we show compassion, not criticism, it opens up a new world of possibilities for us to help our kids solve their exam stress. And once their stress levels have reduced, which can take as little as a minute, they'll be more open to the solutions and suggestions that you have to offer. One of the most powerful ways to help them clear the stress hormones that flood their body when they're angry is a grounding breath. And if you've got my seven and a half quick fixes for exam stress course, that's technique number one. There is a download MP3 there for you to practice that technique. It can make a huge difference. If you don't have it yet, it's beatexamstress.com forward slash quick fix. All of the techniques in the course work as soon as your child is calm enough to try them. But even if you don't have that, there are so many resources for you at beatexamstress.com and you've got your own resources. You know what works with your child. It's just there's no point in trying to change them or even help them when they're really kicking off, when they're in that stress response. The simple act of breathing in and breathing out can help you to feel calmer, more resourceful, and it works on them too you're changing that dance instead of meeting the stress with more stress that would just cause it to escalate you're helping to model to them how to let go of that stress so that you can move forwards to solutions so over to you how did you get on with this technique if you've tried it What else has worked for you to help you keep your cool when your kid is kicking off with exam stress? Have you got questions? Have you got insights? Let me know over at the show notes for today's episode. Beatexamstress.com forward slash podcast forward slash 003. I'd love to hear from you. And if you found today's episode useful, please share it far and wide. Make sure that you have subscribed to the How to Beat Exam Stress podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever it is you hang out with your podcast and make sure you listen next week. In episode four, I'm going to be giving you a whistle-stop tour of the neuroscience of exam stress. This is stuff all parents, teachers and tutors need to know. It's going to be demystified and practical and you're going to learn by the end of it why exam stress is not all in your child's head and why we can't often think our way out of it. So I will see you next week for episode four. In the meantime, have a fantastic week and all the resources you need are waiting for you at beatexamstress.com.